somebody. Come on. Good morning, everybody. It's good to see you. Let's stand if you would. I want you to put a smile on. Tell somebody you're glad to see them this morning. Let's greet one another before we start today, all right? Tell somebody you're glad to see them, all right?
shout this morning. Woo. Ought to make a Baptist want to shout this morning. Amen. How do I know I'm saved because he lives? This morning, nobody in this room deserves forgiveness of our sins. Amen. But it's because of what Jesus did for us and the fact that he died on a cross, spilled his blood, and rose again. Amen. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Two, three, four.
Well, I know you already uh, greeted one another, but let's do it again. Amen. Uh, I want everybody to know we've had some more people come in. Tell somebody you're glad to see them, and uh, then we're going to continue to worship in just a moment. some good fellowship. If you would, you can be seated. You can find your place and uh, go ahead and be seated. We're so glad that you're here this morning. Amen. Got some announcements for you and uh, we will go through these real quick because we want to get to the good stuff this morning. Our, uh, our youth have all uh, been to camp. There they are over there. Give them a big hand if you would. And uh, they, uh, they're going to share some things that God has done this week in their lives and I know uh, you're ready to hear that as much as I am. So I'm going to just uh, go through these announcements pretty quick. Uh, first of all, do we have any first-time guests? We don't want to embarrass you, but we do want a record of your visit. You'll just lift up a hand if you're a first-time or second-time visitor. Got one at the back back there. Anybody else first-time, second-time? Uh, we're just going to get you a card, ask you to fill that out. Got a couple up front here. Uh, Brother Gary, if you can make your way up there. Brother Gary's shorthanded this morning. He's a by himself this morning. Brother Nelson, can you get... Uh, one or two up here, that's good. Anybody else first time? And uh, fill that out, put it in the offering basket. We wanna send you a free gift just as our way of saying thank you for being here. We appreciate you uh, coming and being part of what we're doing here today. Uh, God is doing some wonderful things here at Landmark. So fill that out, put it in the offering basket on your way out and we will send you a free gift. Um, don't forget Wednesday, uh, normally on Wednesday, we have a full slate, and we will still have Wednesday morning Bible study from 10 to 11 a.m., but we will not have any Wednesday night uh, uh, either adult Bible study or youth uh, service because we're having VBS this week, and we start Wednesday night. All right, so this Wednesday night, come show up. You're saying, well, Brother Mark, I ain't coming to my No, still come. You come, you show up, and we will put you to work. Amen? We'll find two of the wildest kids we can, and we'll put them with you for the whole night, all right? So you come Wednesday night, help us out. Miss Cindy needs lots of volunteers, uh, and uh, we need uh, help. This is a, one of the biggest outreach events we do of the year. Uh, last year, we had around 50 kids. This year, we're shooting for 70 kids, and so uh, we need lots of help, all right? So you see Miss Cindy, uh, if you can, to help her. And uh, she is, there she is back there, yes. Okay. All right, there is a meeting at 2 o'clock for anybody involved. So if you're volunteering, if you're helping in any way, come and meet at 2 o'clock uh, here today for, uh, to help out, okay? Uh, don't forget also Sunday school. We have Sunday school every Sunday uh, at 10 a.m., so come an hour earlier. And uh, we have a great, always have great lessons, and it's for all ages. Uh, we always need more volunteers in children and nursery. Uh, so you can see Miss uh, Cindy, or uh, you can see Miss Ginger Metz. And uh, you can see uh, Hannah is starting to help us with the uh, bed babies. So if you got 
bed babies, uh, she will take care of that. But if you can uh, volunteer to help, that way they're not getting burned out. Uh, you, they can be in service every once in a while, okay? Uh, we also need help on our cleaning crew always. Our cleaning crew cleans the church, so we don't have to pay somebody to do that. Miss Kate Johnson's in charge of that. Raise your hand, Miss Kate. You can help us out on that. Uh, giving can be done live. Uh, you can do cash or check. We've got envelopes over there, or you can do it online. You just go to giving.landmarktyler.com, uh, set it up one time, and then you're all ready to go. It's real easy from there. Uh, team camp share service in just a moment. They're going to share with us. I already said no Wednesday night adult Bible study or youth service, but everybody come. You come and you help us, all right? If you come and you say, well, I, I don't know what I can do, you come and we'll put you in a room. We're going to have a room just with people praying for the kids, all right, uh, while we're doing that, all right? Uh, so, again, here's the schedule for this week. VBS will start Wednesday night, uh, and it will go Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. every night. And then uh, Saturday will be a special day because we're going to do um, a, a field trip. And it's from 9 a.m. to 5, 3, all right? From 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. And we're going to take them to the zoo. So uh, if you come, be here by 9 a.m. so you can help on the zoo. We'll need lots of help in transporting them to the zoo, okay? Uh, he wants to play the bass with you, Brother Kelly. Amen? Amen. We'll get him to pluck it. Amen? That'll be good. Uh, all right. And then we're going to end all this up. Uh, so Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night, three to, uh, I'm sorry, five to eight, and then nine to three on Saturday. And then uh, on Sunday morning, next Sunday, we're going to have a VBS service. And it's uh, parents, for all the parents of the kids, we're going to invite all the parents of the kids to come and be in service that morning. And the kids are going to get up. The kids are going to sing. They're going to do just like what they've been doing all week long. Amen. So you don't want to miss next Sunday. It's going to be two great Sundays in a row. Youth share camp service today and then BBS service uh, next next Sunday. Yes, ma'am. Do what now? Oh, and we are baptizing after the service. Yes. Uh, we're going to baptize some of the kids that get saved. Uh, this next week and we've got some that have already been saved need to be baptized so if you've been saved but never baptized uh, come see us we can uh, get that taken care of uh, next Sunday all right all right I think that oh life recovery class are we doing that today brother life recovery class at two o'clock here if you got hurts habits or hang-ups which uh, I hate to burst your bubble all of you do uh, we all do amen uh, you come and learn how to uh, overcome those hurts habits and hang-ups at two o'clock today all right all right, let's continue to worship. We're going to sing about our way maker. Amen. Would you stand with us, please?
may be seated.
Lord a clap offering. Oh, man.
sovereign forever. He is lifted high. He is risen. Amen. Father, we love you this morning. God, we thank you that forever the grave is defeated. Death, where is your sting? God, hell and its gates have been defeated, God, because you rose from the dead. We thank you, Lord, for the cross. We thank you, Lord, that none of us deserve salvation, but you provided it freely upon that cross. All we have to do is reach out and accept the free gift of salvation, and I pray that somebody might do that today, God. And Lord, our hope is in heaven. Our hope is in you. Our hope is in the resurrected King. Can I get an amen? Father, we love you. We praise you. Be with these young people as they share with us now. And God, just uh, Holy Spirit, rain down on this place. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, amen. Let's give the Lord one more clap offering. And uh, we have our kids' uh, ministry over there. If you want to send your kids to Children's Church, have them go over there to the door and meet Miss Cindy. All right. We have a second mic. All right, so I'm glad that you are here this morning. Uh, let me settle a couple things here. So, I don't know what you came expecting this morning, but whatever it is that you came expecting, I pray that you get more than what you came expecting. Amen? And so, I told all my kids, take your time in sharing whatever it is you want to share from church camp. Uh, Mercados will still be there. Don Juan's will still be there. And what we're trying to share with you is uncorruptible bread. What we're trying to share with you is eternal things that happened five or a couple weeks ago when we went to church camp. Amen. And so you see on the back here that the theme of our camp this year was more. Now, I'm, I turned 43 this year. And so some of you may be able to relate because for three weeks before church camp, I got up here on Wednesday night and I preached to the kids and I was like, the theme is move. The theme is move. What is God going to do with you? Because it's move, move, move. We get to church camp and it's more. And if you believe that teenagers will not point that out to you, you are sadly mistaken. <laughs> and so it actually turned out amazing because I've been doing this for 16 years now and I have church camp down like a clock. Monday you're going to have struggles. I'm probably going to blow up one to three times, maybe two and a half. Some poor kid's going to get it. A lot of times it's my own kids. Tuesday, the kids are still in their shell. They don't really want to share. Wednesday, they're still in their shell. And then Thursday is the day that they break. And that is when... God moves on Thursday evening. But this camp was totally different than any camp I've been to. On Monday, we had one kid, Dylan, nail down his salvation. Amen? That was more than I was expecting on the first day. It was more than I was looking for God to do. It was more than I'd been praying for. And so we could have just ended church camp right there and all the money you donated, everything you supported me with, it's all worth it because there's been an eternal decision that's already been made. Amen? 
But every day of this camp, there was a group of kids that God was speaking to. There was a group of kids that because I had been teaching, preaching, move, they got more than what they were looking for. There was more to be done than what I expected. Every single night, Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night, every single night, a group of these kids, they moved and we got more than what we were expecting and it was amazing. Now, I don't want to forget, I don't want to forget to just think, number one, the church body. I would not be able to do what, I, what I'm able to do if it was not for your support. There's many of you that just gave money to sponsor teenagers. As, as you know as well as I do that a lot of these teenagers, or, or a lot of them, we need help. And we, that's just who we've always been. That's what I fell in love with of Landmark Baptist Church. Money's not going to be what keeps some of these kids or adults to be able to do some of the things that they can do to get exposed to God. Because money, we're going to take care of it. Amen? And so I thank you for doing that. I thank you for giving. I thank you for sponsoring. And there were so many people in this room and a lot that aren't here. And I just thank you from the bottom of my heart. You know, I get to do, and I know you probably get sick and tired of me saying this, but I get to do a lot of amazing trips. But the one week in July that I get to do every year is my favorite week of the year. And there's, I'm going to be honest, there's times I'm like, I don't want to go. Lord, don't send me. Send somebody else. But every year I go, and God always provides me with more. I couldn't do it without Brother Mark. Um, Brian over here, he uh, got the joy of taking the van full of 13 kids packed in like sardines to church camp. And one mile down the road at Chapel Hill High School, the air conditioner goes out. I'm like, thank you, Lord. I'm driving my own car. <laughs> you provided me with more. <laughs> and you gave Brian what I was expecting. And so he did an amazing job, and I want to thank you for that. Came back, picked us up on Friday. They were drenched from sweat on Monday. And then it started pouring at 7 in the morning on Friday, and they were drenched on their way back. So that's just the Lord. Thank you, Lord. So. What I didn't find out later on was that I thought Brian liked dealing with teenagers. So I'm like, Brian, so teenagers are your thing, right? He's like, oh, no, I don't like teenagers. <laughs> I'm like, wait, 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 hold up. I thought it was your wife because she volunteers with Miss Cindy, likes the little kids. He's like, no, I'm like more two to ten. And so I'm like, oh, Lord, those kids were singing rap songs and dogging each other and just being kids. I'm thinking, what is Brian thinking? He'll never do more for me uh, ever again. But thank you again. So next time I know which one to ask. But he did amazing. Miss Cheryl back here. I couldn't do what I do if Miss Cheryl didn't have a heart to drive that bus every Wednesday. There's kids that are going to heaven because Miss Cheryl is faithful to what God has asked her to do. And that's to go call parents get in the messiness, do all those things, and pick these kids up and bring them on Wednesdays so that I can teach them, so that Miss Cindy can teach them. And I couldn't do the more that God's asked me to do without Miss Cheryl. And then I look at my older kids like Allie that's been trying to get away from going to church camp uh, forever. 
She, we, we added it up this year. She's been going to a church camp or something 17 years. 17 years. Half of her life has been invested in church camps. After high school, she tried leaving me, but God's like, nope, you're coming back. And every year, and I, I thank her from the bottom of my heart because she's part of my more. I'm, I wouldn't be able to do what I do without Allie. And then my other adult leaders, some of them are here, Jose and then uh, Hayden and some of the others. But um, we have a great show for you. Hopefully you'll get something out of, uh, out of this morning. If not, you know, you need to get your heart right. <laughs> and they told me I have to share this. Um, in, that, in Carthage, I go the back way. I ran a red light. <laughs> you know, who doesn't run a red light? And so... Anyways, I'm sure Brian was like, uh-uh, no kids are getting in the car with that man ever again. <laughs> but I mean, I just, boof. <laughs> we're not going to say how many alley ran, though. But praise God, the guardian angels were with us. So I want to show you the scripture of, of camp, and then we're going to get started with our service. So if you'll pull that up, here's the scripture right here. And it is Ephesians 3.20, and it says, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. That's our scripture for the week. Now, we have things that we want God to do. We have provision. We have things we ask of him. But if you look in the Bible, any time that God is able to fulfill our needs, but he always wants to do more. If we would just obey, if we would just meet him where he is, he will always do more than the measure that we think he is capable of because we limit him with our finite minds of this is what I need, but when we are in obedience with God, he can take those things and say, not only will I give you this, but I'm going to give you more. Amen? And there's many examples in the Bible of that. And so today we're going to do what I call the reverse mullet. I know mullets are back in style. We're not going to be, um, we're not going to be business in the front, party in the back. We're going to party in the front, business in the back. So the first thing that we're going to do is our church camp video. Um, James, I was going to say Brian, James back here put a video together for us. So y'all just watch this video and then we're going to share some testimonies, do a couple more things. And I just pray that you open your heart to receive the message that God has for you this morning. Amen. Your cross, your cross, it draws me to your heart. It makes my spirit sing. Makes my spirit sing Your grace, your grace Oh, I hear it call my name I'm waking up to sing I'm waking up to sing Oh, Yeah. 
There were some kids in there that at the beginning of camp, they're like, I don't like my picture taken. I'm like, well, we're going to put pictures of you in the slideshow because your parents are wanting to see it. How, how that looks is up to you. So um, at this time, we're going to have some of our kids uh, come share a little bit. Those that were in Sunday school, y'all can go ahead and come up here. Sunday school, you decided to come share. Come on. Come on, Leah. Well, come at least support Leah, Jocelyn. Come at least support. 
Okay, so here we have Osvaldo and Marissa. You want to go first? So um, they're just going to share a little bit about what they got out of church camp. Buenos días, hermanos. Good morning, brothers and sisters. Primeramente, le quiero dar gracias a Dios por la oportunidad de haber ido al campamento. First, I want to thank you for having the opportunity to be able to go to church camp. Gracias a todos aquellos que aportaron dinero y a los que estuvieron con nosotros cuidándonos todo el tiempo en el campamento. Thank you for all that supported financially, praying, and then the ones that went to church camp or got us there. Al inicio Dios sabe que yo estaba muy nerviosa y yo no quería ir al campamento. Lord knows I was very nervous and I did not want to go to church camp. Pero cuando volví estaba muy feliz porque había visto cómo Dios había no solamente cambiado mi vida, sino pude observar cómo cambió la de todos. But I was very glad once I came back because I got to experience to watching God move not only in my life but in the life of others. Y el conocer a cada uno de los jóvenes porque no había tenido la oportunidad de conocerlos bien este, fue también una muy buena experiencia. And it just gave me an opportunity to actually get to know some of our youth kids um, on a personal level and it was just an awesome opportunity. Y ya solo me queda las clases que tuve en el campamento y llevarlas conmigo en mi vida y practicarlas. And it's amazing to be able to take the things that I learned at church camp, be able to apply them to my life, but carry with them all days of my life. Thank you. Gracias. Hi. Hi. Good morning. Go ahead. Um, um, la verdad no sé qué decir, creo que no tengo palabras para explicar, literalmente no tengo palabras para decir qué sentí en el campamento. It's hard to have words to be able to convey to you um, the feelings or the, what God did at church camp. Uh, aprendí tantas cosas y aprendí que de verdad hay gente en, eh, que está dispuesta a ser amable y ser amigable con uno. I learned so many things, but it was amazing to see that there are people out there that just want to love on you and teach you and help you in your walk with Christ. Considero que Dios trabajó con mucha gente, incluyéndome a mí, y fui capaz de ver los cambios que Dios hizo en todos los jóvenes. It was amazing to see all the changes that God was moving in people's lives, but also in my own, um, how he touched me and moved my life. So, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Hi. I don't have to translate. No, go ahead. Hi. Hi. Um, uh, I grew closer to God. That's it. There you go. Amen. Hi. Um, I've learned a lot at church camp. Like, it got like very sentimental and. Um, It was crazy, like, how God can move into you that quick in one week or one day. And I've learned a lot. And I've learned to sleep earlier and to wake up earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for that, Leah. So just a little, you know, these two guys moving here from Mexico to go out there, I'm so proud of them. And these two young ladies for me just praying for them that they would come to camp. 
and just watching God move in their lives has been amazing. And Jocelyn, she's a party all on her own. <laughs> so, thank you. Thank you, guys. All right, so now we're going to do praise hands. So I have five young ladies here today that... Um, Y'all go ahead and come up, young ladies. You'll share afterwards. Oh, I have four young ladies here, but we had a total of six young ladies do praise hands. Y'all line up however you want to. Here, I'll move this. And so what they did is they decided um, at church camp they would take uh, an hour or two of their free time and they were going to learn praise hands, which is basically learning how to praise God with your hands. And they stuck with it all week, and I'm very, very proud of them. And so um, this is the most that we've ever had. So we're going to play a video. If you want to praise along with them, that would be amazing. Uh, so let's go ahead and do praise hands. over you in your hurting in your sorrow I will ask my God to move I speak the name cause it's all that I can do in desperation I'll seek heaven and pray this for you I pray for your healing the circumstances would change Pray that the fear inside would flee in Jesus' name. I pray that a breakthrough would happen today. I pray miracles over your life in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I speak the name. Circumstances will change. 
So first things first, they told me not to use that video, but you know, Pastor always knows best because it was full of ads, so I apologize. But give them a give them a clap off, and they did amazing. I'm sure they were a little nervous, a little rusty, two weeks out, but y'all did great. So um, at this time, I don't know if you, some of y'all want to share or okay. So go get your stuff, and I think Braden's going to share as well. So uh, y'all kind of just line up. Um, Victoria or um, Kayla or either one of you going to share, y'all are good. I'm not going to force you. Okay. Okay. Hello. Good morning, everyone. Um, my name is Victoria, as you might have said already. Uh, um, thank you so much for giving us all the opportunity to go um, to Fuego. It's an amazing experience for everyone. I know that God moves in everybody different ways, and I've seen that with everybody's different reactions and um, everybody's testimonies. It's crazy. And um, whenever I went, it was super, um, it was just super emotional. Um, I had ran away for so long, for a year, um, due to like different deaths in my family that I'd never experienced. And I had seen so much pain through my parents dealing with those deaths that I had just not wanted to deal with it. And so I ran away because I was scared to maybe experience that one day with my parents' deaths. I was very scared. Um, but anyways, <laughs> so it was just very empowering. And I had just been kind of lost for a while. And whenever I went, um, we had a campfire, and it's just an incredible experience. And um, in campfire, it's just silent, and it's just praising, and just this quiet room, very dark, except for one light in the middle of the room. And it was super empowering, and during it, I was praising, and I had seen myself when I was little, um, when I had used to be very strong in my faith, and I had seen all the stained glass windows in my old church that my family used to go to. It was just all the scenes of Jesus's life story, basically. Um, and I just kept picturing it, and it felt like he was calling me back, and he was like, you need to go back to church. You, Even if your family's not, you need to keep continuing that faith. And it was just very moving, and sorry for the tears. <laughs> but thank you for letting me share, and yeah. Hey guys, sorry my voice started shaking because, you know, I get nervous every time I appear. But I want to thank every one of y'all that contributed to us going to camp. I truly appreciate y'all. And I want to thank Brother Brian for your help bringing the kids and Brother Martin for not driving into a mud pole. But <laughs> Praise the Lord! Yeah. But uh, this year, I want to let all the youth kids know how overly proud I am of them because uh, watching God move miracles in their lives is truly amazing. And uh, one thing I learned this week is that I need to give God full control of my life instead of me trying to control my life. So, And uh, another thing at Campfire, when you know I was worshiping and everything, I had my hands up in the air, and that's the first time I ever you know, really did that. I felt like it was just me and Jesus in the room, like I could see him in front of my face, and I thought that was pretty awesome. But yeah, thank every one of y'all.
Hi, my name's Akela. Most of you probably don't know me, but I started coming to Landmark at the beginning of the last school year. Um, my friends kind of dragged me here on a youth night. <laughs> and ever since, I've been coming back, and I just love the environment, and I just want to thank Martin and Allie and the rest of the youth group for um, greeting me with open arms. I've been wanting to have a steady church to go to, so I'm very grateful for that. Um, last year, all of my friends left me and went to Fuego for a week, and so I was home alone, and when they came back, they had so many sh stories to share and so many experiences with God that they had, and I was like, I want that. And so this year was my first year going to Fuego, and I would not trade that experience for anything. Um, I've wanted God in the center of my life for a while now, and that's like my main goal is to make God my main focus and the primary source of my choices. And so I feel like going to church camp really helped me create that foundation of where to reach from when looking for God. Um, and so I had an amazing week, got closer to my youth group, my friends, created um, relationships with people in my DG and just all over camp. Um, so yeah, I can't wait to go back next year. And I even applied to be a staffer for the middle school week of next summer. So hopefully I get that. Hi, I'm Christian or Mimi. Um, I had an awesome time at camp this year. It was my last year been going for five years. Uh, I didn't cry the whole time till Thursday night, and that's the, the staffer's fault. They, um, they presented us with a lot of helpful information about leaving high school and how to live a Christian life, and I'm really grateful for them. I want to thank everybody here for your donations and supporting us kids over the years, and it really helped me because I know without that I probably wouldn't have been able to go to camp um, I want to thank the youth group. Y'all were great this year. I kind of felt like I had to be like a, always watching y'all. Like that's what I thought when I came to camp. I didn't have to do that at all. Y'all were well behaved and I'm super grateful for that. <laughs> um, <laughs> my favorite night was Devonsley Thursday because we talked about Peter and his story about how he denied God three times. And I think there's a lot to learn about his life, and it reflects a lot about how I live my life, honestly. Let's see. Um, there's a lot of full circle moments with Peter, and I had a couple of my full circle moments at camp. During a campfire, as everybody was mentioning, it was quiet and stuff. And every other year, I just bawled my eyes out, not really understanding, just kind of doing what everybody else did. But this year, I decided to be selfish and take my time and really just worship. And I was standing next to Brayden, and me and him were just smiling. And I was just holding my hands out in front of me, and I felt God touch my hands. They were so warm, and I was just the happiest person. I, I can't tell you how. I, it's, I can't explain it in words. It was amazing. Um, Sorry, I don't like speaking in front of people. <laughs> uh, 
Yes, I am a lion, not a mouse. <laughs> um, okay. I've written down four pages of notes and I can't read any of them. So on Thursday, he was saying sin is a condition of the heart. And I believe that is so true because I've been living in sin pretty much all this year, even though I've been coming to camp. It's like I've been going through the motions with coming, singing, helping the kids, talking to Martin and all of them, and just living in that sin. I feel like it is the condition of my heart. Um, when Peter tried to walk on the water and he fell through, he realized the power of God because God had walked on the water. And then in the boat, when he Peter saw God 100 meters away, he swam through that water and was going back to God. I feel like that's a big full circle moment because in that time when he saw the power of God and he's running back to God, God accepted him and Peter said, I love you, God, around this fire. And he denied Jesus three times. And I think there's just a lot to learn from him. I can't really put it in words, but yeah. And by the way, Mimi rededicated her life, so. Okay. Um, hi, I'm Carly. I'm just going to go over, like, a whole bunch of stuff, not necessarily one night. But um, here lately, I've been trying to come to terms with who I am as a person. Um, I know what I like to do in my free time and who I like to spend it with. I know I like music and sports. I know I like lazy days. I like driving around with nowhere to go, just listening to the radio. I like summer way more than winter, and I know I like waking up early only for the sunrise and staying up late to see it set. Um, these are all things that I know about myself, but when I think on a deeper level, I have a hard time understanding who I am rather than what I like in the things I do. Um, I didn't grow up in the church. I went to church here and there with my grandparents, but I never really had a church to call home. I never knew any of the answers to the Sunday school questions, and I didn't know the words to the songs during worship. I knew what the Bible was, and I knew Jesus loved me, but I didn't know a whole lot of anything else. There were a few times when I was asked, um, hey Carly, where do you go to church? Or did you go to church this weekend? And I never really knew how to reply. I would always get this nervous feeling when anything related to church was brought up in conversation worrying someone would ask me a question I wouldn't know the answer to. Um, it wasn't until the summer before ninth grade when that changed. Um, my friend invited me to go to Camp Fuego with Landmark, and I remember being exposed to his power in so many amazing ways. Although I'm usually not the type to be open with my emotions or just open to people in general, <laughs> I remember being very emotional at Campfire the last day of camp. Um, I'll never forget when Martin wrapped his arms around me and said, you have a home now. And from then on, I considered Martin and all of Landmark home. 
Ever since, I'd say I've been pretty consistent with getting myself to church on Wednesdays and some Sundays here and there. However, I still have moments when I beat myself up for not being as educated on the word or as consistent with my power or as sta stable in my walk as I would like to be or as everyone else seems to be. When we were at campfire this year at camp, I had my hands raised, praising his name and apologizing for my inconsistency and for what almost feels like my late start to my walk with him. While still praising, the memory of the anxious feeling I would get when worried someone was gonna ask me a question concerning religion or church came to my mind. The memory um, was interrupted and all I could hear all of a sudden was, look how far you've come. I began to think to myself, You're, you are at campfire, you are at church camp right now. You have your hands lifted and you're praising his name. You have the best youth group, best youth group leaders and church family. You have a home. And all I could hear was, you are my child and you have come so far. So when I lose myself or when I'm trying to remember what makes me me or simply wondering who I am, I tell myself with complete belief that I am a child of God. <laughs> so um, I just want to thank you all for all of y'all's um, contributes to getting us to camp. Um, thank you, Martin and Allie, for just being my people. <laughs> so thank you all. All right. Now we will have Allie come up and share a little bit. Okay, I know y'all are hungry, so I'm going to try to keep it short. Thank you, <laughs> um, So like Martin had said, this is my 17th year in coming to camp. And I told the kids on uh, night one that, again, I've been here for 17 years. And it was just, you know, I've been at Fuego in all types of my life. Walk with God um, and just who I am growing up as a person. Um <clears throat> But this year at camp was by far the best year that I have come to um, being an adult leader. And the day before we left for camp, I had two people ask me, are you ready for camp? And like Martin had mentioned earlier, um, I have been trying to run away. Every year I'm like, I don't want to go. I don't want to do this. Um, but this year, I don't know what came over me. I just said, you know what? I really don't have expectations because every year that I've gone to camp, I have just put expectations on the week. And when we have expectations and those don't happen, we get left disappointed. And so this year I was like, you know what? I actually am ready to go to camp. And I'm just going to let God have control and I'm not gonna have any expectations. And it was the best week. Um, I think that it was so perfect on Monday night when we got there, when um, the message that he gave was about how a blind man um, had an encounter with Jesus. And this blind man, all he knew about, he didn't know who Jesus was. And so this, there was just a man talking to this blind man. So God is just a voice. And um, it was just 
the message was perfect on how all, three weeks before camp, we've been talking about move. We need to move. Um, <laughs> but and what was happening in the scripture was that initially Jesus was just a voice to the man and that the blind man was at a place where he had an encounter with Jesus. And Jesus knew before he even got there exactly what that blind man needed. And the next sentence out of this man's, uh, the preacher's mouth was, you've been positioned in place. Consider what Jesus may be wanting to do to you this week. And I just, the whole week I just kept, I just held on to that sentence was that you've been positioned in place. There was a reason Martin got it mixed up to move instead of more. And, um, the second night was, uh, pretty funny because I had told the kids, you know, I'd just been here 17 years. And so worship starts and I'm standing next to Martin and all of these old songs start playing. <laughs> and I'm thinking Martin's really not getting into the worship. Well, come to find out he thought I wasn't getting into the worship either, but it was so great. And just another this was God moment was all of those songs that were played were songs that were played when I was at camp uh, as a sophomore in high school or freshman in high school. And I was just so thankful because it was just a, a full circle moment again. And I was just reflecting on the years at my time at camp. And then God said, let me really put a double whammy on you. And um, on Tuesday, the last song that they played was a hymn. What was significant about Tuesday was uh, my granddad's birthday. And if you know anything about granddad, you know that he loves hymns. And so that was just a, a cool moment um, to have during worship. And we teach your kids uh, on Wednesdays, you know, to really enjoy what the words are saying in the songs. And I think every night that we came back for, um, after uh, church was getting your kids to open up and tell us what they got out of the message. You know, we can sit up here and talk all day long, but really what are your kids reciprocating from the message and how are they applying it to their life? And that, is, that was one of my favorite things at camp was after, this, after the message, I would ask and just open it up, like, what did you get out of the message? Where did this apply in your life? And that was such a beautiful thing was to actually hear them take what was said and then see or hear them say how they were going to apply it. Um, on Wednesday, the message was about... Um, the Gideonites versus the Midianites. And um, <clears throat> there, was, there was a war happening between the two. And, and originally there was 33,000 that were in this war against 135,000. 135, um, and so God is talking in Judges about, um, you know, you need to send the men home that are fearful. And so we went from 33,000 to 22,000. And then God is saying again, you need to send home the ones that are not prepared. So we went from 22,000 to 9,700. And then in the end, there was only 300 that ended up fighting in this war. And so that message hit hard with me um, because 
God was sending these people home. And where do you apply in that story? Would you have been sent home because you were fearful? Or would you have been sent home because you weren't prepared? And I'm a pretty tough gal. I wouldn't have been sent home on fear. But it's the are you prepared part of that. And along with being prepared comes with obedience. And that was one of the themes throughout the week was are you obedient to God and is your obedience um, limited? Um, Yes, mine is. Um, And then Thursday night was just beautiful in the fact that, um, like Mimi was trying to explain earlier, um, there's a man in the Bible named Peter, and Peter was confident. He was a disciple of God, and he was walking with God, and he was overly confident to the point to where he did not believe Jesus when Jesus was telling him, hey, you are going to deny me three times. And um, it ended up happening that uh, Peter did deny Jesus three times. Um, And so later on in the Bible, um, Peter is on the boat with John, and they look out and they see Jesus. And the first thing that Peter does is jump in the water and go um, to see Jesus. And what Mimi was talking about, that full circle moment, is was that Peter denied Jesus around the fire three times. And then later on in um, John, it talks about how Jesus claimed that he loved, or Peter claimed that he loved Jesus three times around a fire with the same open compassion and grace. Um, And so that was just, I love that message that night because I feel like so much of our, so many times our kids look and say, this is just a camp high. This is, you know, or they look at us as adults and say, oh man, they really got it figured out. They really got their walk with God figured out. And I try to be so honest with them and tell them that it is a, you got to get up and you got to choose to get on the battlefield every day. And what I loved about this message was that Jesus or Peter was with walking with God and he ended up denying God. And how many times do you deny God without really realizing that, hey, you are denying God. But in the same sense, God is so compassionate and loving and graceful that he still accepts us with open arms um, when we're ready to fully give control and fully be obedient. And I just feel like as Christians that mimicked our walk with God and how that applies to our life. Um, And so all around, it was a great week at camp. Um, God was moving every day, um, just just in the kids. Leah did not decide to talk until Thursday, and it she started talking, and I think all of our kids had tears in their eyes just because God was moving uh, through her and in so many other different ways, but it was a great camp, a uh, great camp week, and the Lord definitely showed up, um, and again, I thank you guys for continually showing your support uh, throughout the years and what all um, you guys have done that just... Sometimes it goes unnoticed, but really deep down, it, it, it's great. And so, thank you. <laughs> when Leah spoke on Thursday night, we were all shook. It was just, I, I can't even explain it. It was just so powerful what she shared. And it was like you could just see what God had done in her life in that short amount of time. And so, again, from the bottom of my heart, I thank everybody here for your support. Let's give these kids a big clap offering. They did amazing.
And one last brag, and you know, Allie, you know, she's grown. She does what she wants. She has a full-time girl, full, full, full-time big girl job. And so she would wake up at 5.30, 5 o'clock, drive 45 minutes, an hour to work, get off around 2, come back, and stay up till 12.30, 1 o'clock with these girls. And uh, that's just move. <laughs> Gave you more. <laughs> so anyways, that is all we have, Brother Mark. Uh, love that week. It was amazing. Woo, that's good. Amen. All right. Miss Julie, where'd she go? Oh, there you are. All right. <laughs> Come on, girl. Listen, um, man, I can't really add anything to what God's already done. Amen. And I want to encourage you adults. You've, you've given. You've uh, paid the wave so some of these kids could go. But more than that, they need your support after the fact. Amen. And we want to tell all you kids, we love you. We support you fully. Landmark is your home, and we are behind you all the way. Uh, we can't, quite honestly, most of us adults can't imagine what it would be like to have to be a teenager today and have to grow up uh, and, and face all the things you face. And we are here to support you. Uh, and I always say this after camp, you know, I think uh, Allie mentioned, maybe a couple others mentioned about that camp high. And sometimes we as the adults, we can get cynical and say, well, they're just high on camp and they'll get over it. But I'm here to tell you, we don't want to throw cold water on what God's done in your life. We need to catch your fire. Amen, adults. And so uh, we're going to have a time of response. Uh, I'm just going to ask you to stand. Uh, if you made a decision during camp this week, I want you to make that public today. If you're here today, you've never asked Jesus into your heart or you need to recommit yourself to Christ, I'm going to ask you to come forward and do that today. If you have uh, uh, been saved but never baptized, I'm going to ask you to make that decision today. If you don't have a church home and you need to join this church, I'm going to ask you to do that today. So let's stand. I'm going to ask Julie, let's do Waymaker, if you would. Amen. Uh, we're going to do Waymaker. And... Uh, this is a time of response. If you need to come and pray, Brother Martin will be over there. I'll be on the other side over here. Uh, if you just need to come and pray, you're welcome to do that. Father, I pray that you'd have your will and your way in this place today. Uh, God, help people to make decisions uh, that need to be made, Father God. And I pray that, God, you would just uh, have your will and your way. May we not be conscious of the time. May we not be conscious of be distracted right now. Lord, Holy Spirit, you want to do a work in this place today. And so, Lord... I just pray that, Lord, you'd, we'd give you your time to do that. Deal with our hearts in Jesus' name. Amen. You come as you need to. The altar's open. You need somebody to pray for you. Come on.
different today because I know that what these young people and even what these adults will face because we all know from experience the closer you try to move into God the more the enemy is going to show up at your doorstep because he doesn't like it he doesn't like that you're trying to give God the glory in your life he doesn't like that you're trying to move in close to him and we live in a sinful and a broken world and he's going to do what he can to steal kill and destroy every good thing in your life and so I want these kids to come. Brother Martin, would you just gather everybody up right here? All these kids, adults that came, just gather them all over here. Y'all come up right up front here. And here's what I want to do. Yeah, just all across the front. That's good. And I want to ask all of you as a congregation, we're going to bind our hearts together as a congregation that we want to pray a hedge of protection over these young people. They're fixing to go back to school, and the enemy does not like what has happened this past week, and he's going to try to rain on their parade he's going to try to steal kill and destroy everything that god did this past week and just like ali said you've got to make up your mind you got to decide every day lord i'm going to get up and i'm going to go to battle and lord i'm going back to school this year and i'm going to make a difference on my campus i'm going to make a difference i'm going to live for you lord i'm going to do it and i'm going to fight the devil all the way so i'm going to ask all you adults if you want to come forward, I want us to just uh, lay hands on these young people and just pray over them and ask the Lord for a hedge of protection and these adults, amen, because the enemy is going to try to steal, kill, and destroy from them this week. He's going to try to tear it down, amen. We're just going to ask the Lord to do that. You would just come lay your hands on these. Thank you all so much for sharing. The fire that God has lit in these young people, adults, we need to let that fire catch. Amen. We need to let it catch in our hearts. Amen. All right. Amen. Father, we love you. We praise you. I just want to pray for every one of these young people and adults, God. I just pray a hedge of protection, Lord. In the name of Jesus, would you put angels in a hedge of protection around them, God? Just keep them safe, God. Protect them from the enemy, Lord. I pray that, God, you would remove temptation from them, God. Go before them. Fight every single battle for them every single day. 
many of these young people, are they're going to go back to school in just a couple of weeks, God. And I just pray, Lord, that you'd make them strong, Lord. I pray that you'd use them as missionaries on their school campuses, Lord. And I pray in the name of Jesus that you would change these school campuses, that you would turn them towards you. I pray that everybody at school would see something different in their lives and want what they have, even as some said they saw that in other kids uh, in years past. And so, Lord, do a work, do a mighty work, God. And, Lord, uh, just bless every one of these lives. I pray that, God, you would let amazing things come out of what happened this week. Every decision that was made, let amazing, life-changing results. I know what you did in my life at camp. You changed my life in many directions at church camp. And so do that this week, Father. God, thank you for your spirit being here and moving. In Jesus' name, we pray all these things. And everybody said... Amen. God bless you. You guys are dismissed. Don't forget, VBS starts Wednesday night. Come and help us, all right?